0: Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex managed print services to keep your printing costs down.
1: Yeah.
2: Digitex does that.
0: dot X.ca on Oilers radio. 630, Jed. Almost
2: 1235 in Edmonton. You got Cam Moon and Cody Jansen here on Oilers. Now go to our headliner Your Oilers now headliner brought to you by Wilhawk beef jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we do have the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers coaching staff, assistant coach Mark Stewart joining us. Mark, you're on with Cam and Cody. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Oilers. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Okay, I heard you were you were fishing the last little while. Uh I'm gonna need a little more information on this.
1: Well, yeah. So, um my my dad and brothers and uh grandpa and uncle we, we usually go on a fishing trip every year. It's kind of around this time. We didn't do it for the last couple of years, you know, because of covid, but uh we're able to make it back. It was a little bit of weird timing, um, you know, with with this job and this announcement, but um I was able to get away for for a couple of days, so it was nice and spend some time with the
2: family. Well, what were we catching?
1: We were catching a lot of walleye, some yes. pike, uh, most, mostly walleye. But yeah, no, it's a good spot. It's uh, it's uh, Lac Sewell, so right outside of Dryden, Ontario, about an hour on the logging road, and
2: um, you know, shore lunch every day, and, mm. and uh, yeah, we we really enjoy it. That's good eating. That is good eating. For Absolutely. sure. Mark Stewart is our guest. Mark, first of all, uh, y you, you just uh, your thoughts uh, getting this job, this opportunity in the National Hockey League coming to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, what were what were your your feelings and your thoughts wh- when you found out you got the job?
1: Wow, well, amazing opportunity. I mean, I I'm ecstatic to be joining uh joining this organization and this staff. Um I've I've known uh, a few people over the last uh, few years, but I've heard nothing but good things about uh, about a lot of the people in the organization. So, yeah, feeling very fortunate right now, and just excited to excited to get going.
2: Now, you coached the last couple of years uh, in college, uh, Colorado College last year, Vermont a couple of years ago. Of course, you would have worked with uh, Todd Woodcroft, the the brother of Euler uh, head coach Jay Woodcroft. Uh, getting that. That experience, that opportunity to coach at the college level—you uh, know, the, your first two years of doing that—how uh, how much did you learn in the course of those two
0: years?
1: I learned a ton. I mean, I think I think being under under Todd um, and then Chris Mayotte at uh, at Colorado College, um, you know, Todd is, is someone that I, I played for in Winnipeg, and um, we, we got to know each other really well there. And then to be able to coach with him, I mean. You know very similar today to uh, Jay you know someone that's that's been around the game for a long time and and wore a bunch of different hats and and uh, has a ton of a ton of experience not just not just coaching but you know on the video side and and um, and everything and uh, he was he was massive um, you know that year I spent with him in Vermont and we we keep in touch uh, you know always bouncing ideas off of each other um, you know and then to be at Colorado College a a place where where I played it was uh, you know it was special. be back there and really enjoyed
2: my time there but
1: um, can't wait for this opportunity
2: i bet mark stewart our guest the Oilers assistant coach mark you you played in the nhl for a long time 673 games under your belt with uh, boston atlanta winnipeg at what point in your nhl career and maybe it was something that you always thought of i don't know uh, when did coaching become uh, something you would like to pursue
1: you know, I I think um, you know going through going through college um, and then after that, you know, teaching coaching was always uh, an interest of mine. Um, but as far as you know, making that decision, okay, I want to I want to stay in this game, you know, in some capacity. What does that look like? Coaching definitely was was at the top of the list uh, towards the end of my career. Um, you know, you. You could kinda of see the end coming, um, and I would say yeah, probably the last three, four years it was something that that I took a lot more seriously and, and tried to have my, my ears and my eyes out to to learn while I was still playing. Um and then, you know, was able to get some opportunities once I came back from um uh, from germany that's where i played my last year in Mannheim. um i was able to get some opportunities coming back from germany and and just kind of stepped right into it and uh i'm glad i did you know i didn't i was lucky enough where i didn't have to spend much time away from the game i was able to step right in with the manitoba moose and work for them for a year and and that was uh, yeah that was kind of the springboard
2: for me and when so when you were going to school when you went to colorado college as a, a student athlete uh were you so you were taking uh teaching like you were in a, a teaching program so i
1: was, I was an english major okay. and uh i left i left a year early uh, to start my career uh, with Boston and Providence, so I left a year early from school. And then when I went back to school to finish up, I, I uh, was in sports management. Um, so kind of got a little bit of both. Um, so yeah, that was definitely where that you know teaching, coaching uh, background came, you know, academically. Um, so you know, it, I think it helped me helped me a lot as I as I entered this this world. Uh, you know, because you're, you're around it every day as a a player but uh, until you're really doing it every day um you know it's it is a different it's a bit of a different world and a different way of thinking and and uh schedule and, and everything like that but i've i really enjoyed it i uh i feel fortunate that i was able to step right into
2: it oilers assistant coach mark stewart our guest mark it's uh yeah it coaching is uh it's it's a tough gig. It's, it really is. Um, but you have, like, the, the perfect background uh, for, for this type of, uh, this type of role. I, I know you've been very busy uh, with the teams that you were coaching prior to this, so I don't know how much you're able to see during the course of the year, but, but uh, what type of knowledge did you have of the Edmonton Oilers uh, before getting this job?
1: Well, I mean, of course, watched uh, watched a lot of their games. Watched a lot. Of, I, I tried to watch NHL games as much as I could, which, you know, can be difficult once you're in the in the heat of your season and, and things get busy. But you know, I mean, we're I ran the D and and the power play in, in at Colorado College, and I mean, you're always trying to learn from the NHL game and and uh, you know trends and, and how things are developing. So I mean, we we shoot, showed a lot of clips showed a lot of Edmonton oiler clips uh, to our players. Um, so I felt like I had a, you know, a pretty good idea of the, of the roster and the, and the team. And then, you know, knowing Jay a little bit, um, you know, I know how he, he likes to work. He's extremely detailed and, and, um, you know, I, that, I think that's the most exciting part for me is getting a chance to work with this staff and this, and this roster. I mean, you know, two of the, two of the best players in the world. It's,
2: um, you know, it's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark Stewart Oilers' assistant coach is our guest. Uh, how did how did it all come about uh to get to this spot? Like um it it's a little different I would think uh than just you know a regular job. A, an NHL coaching job, you know it's open, but there's only you know, there're only going to be a a handful that will get interviewed for for such a thing. Uh, how long ago did did the process start?
1: You know, it it's uh it started a couple weeks ago, and and you know got the call got the call from Jay, and and then it uh it kind of built momentum from there. You know, we uh we had a few phone calls and, and some Zoom calls, and and um, you know, I I I didn't know what direction he he wanted to go in as far as filling this position, but I mean, as soon as I got that initial phone call, I mean, it's it's exciting. I mean, obviously, I. I I, I was going to jump at it and and uh, you know do my best to to try to grab the opportunity and and uh, fortunate enough to do that, you know. So now it's a matter of uh, of making the transition. But my family and I are we can't wait to get out here and get settled and and you know get
2: started with the team. Um, it's it's going to be a ton of fun. That's outstanding. I've had uh, Mark Stewart, our guest, the uh, Oilers assistant coach. I've had. Uh, different uh, former players on the show over the course of the week and i've been asking them about their their first game in the nhl so now that i've got you on the line uh you uh, your first year out of college uh, you played in providence in the american league but you also played with the boston bruins as well how did, tell me about your first game what was uh, what was that day like how did it all come together
1: yeah. So I started out in Providence, which was, uh, an unbelievable experience. I mean, I learned, learned a lot about the pro game. I think it was there for, for about 60 games at the beginning of my rookie year. And then, you know, unfortunately we Boston, we didn't make the playoffs, um, that year, but I was able to come up and play the last, the last 15 games. And, uh, no, amazing experience. I mean, you get that call, I think every every hockey player that's that's lucky enough to play at this level, um, you know, and you're in the minor the minor league and you get that call. I mean, it's a it's a nerve-wracking feeling. It's an excited feeling, but uh, you know, made the drive up to Boston, played uh, played my first game. It was a really good group too. I mean, uh, we didn't make the playoffs, but it was a, it was a great group of uh, great group of players. And I was lucky um, my entire career really that uh, I played with a lot of a lot of good people. And especially when I was a young, you know, at a young age. Uh, veteran players that, that brought me along and, and, and taught me how, how things work and um so yeah it was Boston was a was a great experience but playing that first
2: game was something I'll never forget. Oh I do you remember much of the game or, or was that part just you know what? glaze over. To be honest with you, yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: uh yeah it was uh it was it was in Boston. Um but yeah as far as the as far as the details of the game um you know i wasn't thinking like a coach yet i was a young oh. kid who was excited to be there and just trying to uh try to get by as best i could
2: you're probably flying in
1: warm up though yeah exactly 100%
2: that's that's what it's all about yeah uh, that's great to hear uh, it is uh, mark stewart Oilers assistant coach our guest uh yeah uh, mark uh, great to to have you on you know there's there's good fishing around here too hey
1: i've heard that yeah. i've heard that i mean this so you know spent some time in edmonton uh my wife is is originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba, but um you know spent some time here but know some people that have that have settled here and uh you know we're we can't wait to to get settled and it's a it's a beautiful city and and uh, you know obviously with downtown uh you know the oilers and you know it's it's going to be awesome so can't wait to get here and
2: and uh get the family here and get going what's the timeline for you for this summer to to get here
1: yeah ASAP is 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 what you know. What I'm actually in town right now. Uh, okay, we're we're kind of trying to get to know the lay of the land. We just we just got in this morning, going to spend a couple days and and uh, try to get to know the areas and um yeah, and then just a matter of you know getting our stuff out of Colorado Springs and and uh, but yeah, we're going to try to do it as quick as we can.
2: That's all part of the coaching lifestyle,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. And we've. You know, we've we've done it before. We we just did it last summer, so we're uh, we, we feel like we got a little bit of
2: experience that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy, enjoy checking out the city. There's there's lots going on this time of year, and and welcome to the to the club. And we look forward to seeing you at the rink. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me
1: on. and look forward to meeting you in person.
2: Okay. Outstanding. Uh, Mark Stewart, assistant coach, newest assistant coach with the Edmonton Oilers. And yeah, it's uh, that coaching, the the coaching lifestyle is, it's something because you might be in one place for a long time, but you might be here and there and and you got to be ready for it and, and ready to move. And, and that's part of it. And the, and your family has to be on board with that too. So, uh, that's that's the part that I don't know that everybody gets to see. So we do appreciate uh, Mark Stewart, our Oilers headliner. And that's brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. So good move by the Edmonton Oilers. Keeping our eye on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And uh, there's a lot of love for the uh, the crushed can and moose jaw that uh, Cody had discussed a little bit earlier so we're going to take a break i got a crush can story that i can tell you on the other side so uh make sure make sure i don't forget cody all right make sure i don't forget we're going to take a break it's cam moon on oilers now on 6:30. 30 cam moon and cody jansen here on oilers now some guests on oilers now they received gift certificates to roost chris steakhouse whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal's an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Tim fires in, not only was the Crush Can and Moose Jaw a great old arena, but they ha- always had the best burgers in the West. I cannot confirm or deny, as I've never had a burger at the uh, Crush Can, but I'm sure they were wonderful. Speaking of the Crush Can, I did have a story for you, Cody. Well
0: first, I got where's okay. where's your best rink burger? I don't know. I I never no, had burger. No, you after have to have one. You've played in a million small barns, man. Yeah,
2: but I never had a rink burger. I wouldn't go in there I'm oh. not having a burger before the game. Just a healthy guy. I just I know I've got issues. Um, this, <laughs> I'm doing the the I'm working the the WHL final in 2006. It's on Shaw TV and I'm the roving reporter guy and it's Moose Jaw in Vancouver. It's game four, and Vancouver's about to sweep this WHL final. Now, I need to get player reaction on the ice after the game. So I'm the guy, hey, you just won the WHL championship. How do you feel? I'm that guy. That's what I'm doing. But we didn't have the technology in 2006 in, in the crush can where I could be wireless. I was wired, which mean I, which means I could only go from the one end to the blue line, and that was it. The other two-thirds of the rink was was not useful to me so vancouver wins but the the celebration is is going to happen down at the end that i can't get to and as the producer in the truck is telling the play-by-play and color man who it would have been uh, dan russell and bill wilms and it's really loud in the rink everything used to echo in there and he's telling those guys okay just wait until cam has a guest because i don't i have no one at this point and they couldn't quite hear so they're about to throw down to me we're going downstairs to cam who's got one of the players, you know like that sort of thing i got nobody well cody franson's about he's skating past me i horse collar him like i grab him right by the back of the shoulder pads his feet almost went out in front of him and i'm like we got Cody France in here right now, and he was so happy they won. He didn't even care, but had I not grabbed them there and and like he almost went down on the ice, which would have brought me down on the ice because I'm standing there in dress shoes, so yeah that's what that's what went down at the uh
0: crush camp. just a quick little injury before the memorial cup right oh, exactly. I was like,
2: oh boy what what were, what was I going to do if I didn't have anybody? I would have been just sitting there talking to myself,
0: which yeah. That that was. Moose Show had some good teams back then, like mid 2000s, yeah. like Blair Jones, Dustin Boyd, Troy Brower. Yeah, yeah. a few uh, good players go through that program. Uh,
2: wasn't it Kendall McCardle? Did did he play there around that time? I want to say he did. Yeah, he, he was a yeah. pretty good player. Yeah, I'm just looking it up now. Yeah, Boyd. Yeah, Kendall McCardle was there. Uh, and, oh, Joey Paraconi and goal, from San Juan Capistrano, California. American. Yes. And not only, and this is what I loved about Joey Perriconi, real nice kid, comes up from California to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, plays his, his entire WHL career there, uh, became like a, a, a pillar of the community, and then when he was done, he stayed in Canada to go to university, and he goes to uh, St. Francis, like just he was the just a good guy. Got a couple games in with the Bakersfield Condors when they were in the ECHL.
0: He still works out east in Halifax. Yeah, yeah. Is he a goalie coach? Isn't he? Yeah, something goalie video, something along yeah, those lines. Something
2: along those lines. So yeah, a guy that comes from uh, San Juan Capistrano, I believe it was in between like Anaheim and San Jose or uh, San Diego. It was somewhere down in between those two. So yeah, five years in Moose. Wasn't Joe. he a silly cider too? No, I don't think so. No. Was he? no i i thought he was he caught normal i don't know i you have to drum up a uh, uh, an image but i i think he was he was a regular catch with the with the left hand all right hey the edmonton Oilers power packs those are sign up for pre-sale access right now there's 11 packs to choose from Pricing starting at $245 for a four-game pack. And every pack that you purchase, it comes with a ticket to the Oil Kings home opener. And the home opener is going to have the uh, the banner raising for the WHL Championship. So that's going to be happening that night. Each pack guarantees the same seat for all four games. Lots of seating areas to choose from. And you can sign up for this exclusive pre-sale access at edmontonoilers.com slash Packs. Until Tuesday, August second at noon, to get in on the August fourth presale. So there you go, EdmontonOilers.com/slash
0: PowerPacks. There you go. Did you find a picture of Paraconi? Yeah, no, he definitely caught with his left. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think it's was... Elite Prospects and Hockey DB that are lying to me. They say right, and if you catch with your right, that makes you a silly cider. Yeah, yeah. Hockey DB just says shoots right. So I I Elite I, Prospect says catches oh, right. Oh they do, hey. Yeah. Oh well that you know, now I gotta write a complaint. Yeah, I yeah, I remember
2: him being uh catch with the left, but yeah, outstanding goaltender for the for the Moose Jaw Warriors. Ashley Finefloor's text line has uh, been very busy. I know we did ask earlier. It's been one year since uh, the Edmonton Oilers made the trade, Warren Fogle to the Carolina Hurricanes for Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear signing a one-year deal for two point two million dollars. We had asked if you know, fans your, your thoughts a year later. Would you would you still make the deal? And and so far, a lot of people have said uh, absolutely yes, they would. I haven't seen too many that are against it. So, and also uh, it was uh, Capo Caco. He signed a two-year deal for two point one. So that was uh, earlier
0: today. Well, M- Mooner, when yeah. when you actually look at Bear's new deal, though, at two point two, you know, and you think of him as a depth defenseman in Carolina, would you rather have Brett Kulak for an extra five hundred K? I think that probably ninety nine percent of people would.
2: That's a really good point. That really is. That yeah, for yeah, not much more. I mean, Brett Kulak, especially in the playoffs, like. He had to move up in the lineup. Uh, Darnell Nurse was laboring through injury. Brett Kulak had to play more, and he did. And he did a very good job of doing it.
0: So, yeah, that that does put it in perspective a little bit, doesn't it? Like, you need those cost-effective players... But you can't be having your healthy scratches make two-plus, right? Like, they have to have plans where it's like he's uh, locked to be on the third pairing this upcoming season. Because, yeah, $2.2 million, you don't want that in the press box. That's right. Yeah, you sure don't. Absolutely. All right. Well, we
2: are going to take a break. We have the global news, weather, and traffic update with Kevin Robertson coming up. 12.58 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now
0: on 630 Ched.